Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinema. Cinema for everyone. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, blah, 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 you know the rest. That's where you can find it. Kyler, what do you call a beehive that bees can't leave? <clears throat> Unbelievable. <laughs> What's up? Hey. I'm ready to throw haymakers right out of the gate. Okay. So I got dunked on. You did. I posterized Aaron when he walked in the room. He did. Garrett bought a little mini goal. I set that thing up behind the door, and then I flew. Click, click. All <laughs> accurate. Kodak moment. All right, so the Phoenix Suns make the NBA Finals. Yeah. Happy Friday to mm-hmm. all you cucks. Yeah, the Phoenix Suns make the NBA Finals. Now. I could rub it in you and Garrett's face and say, oh, I was right. You know, Chris Paul is a lubricator, not an agitator. Like I've always said, Chris Paul's underrated. Y'all hate on Chris Paul. But I'm not going to do that. Chris Paul can win a chip. I still don't like him. I'm going to – hold on. Hold on. I'm going to make a solid point about Chris Paul. I've already made this point to y'all that everywhere he goes, he seems to be successful. He carries – I don't – no, I've never disagreed with you. But y'all hate him. Which is fine. I don't like Chris Paul because he thinks he's a lot better than he is. He's in the NBA Finals. He's he a Hall zero, of Famer. He has zero rings. A lot of guys have zero rings. You have zero rings. It's very true, but I don't think I'm great. <laughs> what? Every time I see you, dude, I gotta tell you the story at the gym. I went last off. Night, last <laughs> see, night, here we go. Actually, last night you can message Brad. Me I and went Brad. Off. <laughs> I didn't go off. Actually, me and Brad, we went undefeated all night though. Brad and I. There was a there was a girl on our team. She couldn't miss. It was bad. Also, the other night when Garrett went up to the gym and we mm-hmm. shot our 100 threes, there's this kid named Jet that goes up there. He's 10. He plays AAU basketball like mm-hmm. over the summer and stuff. Is he a baller. He's the ninth ranked nine year like 10 year old in in the state. Which I don't understand that. How do you figure that out? They have divisions. I know, but I throughout don't really, the whole state. I don't get how you figure that out. This guy's the number ninth ranked 10 year old. I wonder where I was ranked. He's cold. Anyway, we shot 100 threes. I made 50. Garrett made 52. Garrett uh, shot you? He did. Uh, but I also did arms that day. So um, he shot Good 52. Excuse. I had 50. I think someone else that we were shooting with, uh, Mo. Mm-hmm. Mo had 49. This kid made 62 of them. He's gross. He's 10. Yeah. Oh, my God. His dad is also nasty. Jason Terry. His dad's gross. They're both left-handed. His dad is an MLB agent. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Wealthy. He's gross. Jet's good. And his dad's a a big man. So is his mom. His mom's a big man, too. She's just big. His mom's, like, taller than me. It's not much. Well, when the average height of a woman in the United States is 5'3", how tall is she, like 6'1"? Huh, yeah, she's like 6'1". Holy one. moly. And he's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, All right. Well, here's my here's what I was getting at, though. Chris Paul is a no, great point guard. No, 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 no. 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 My name's Kyler Durham. Listen. My name's Kyler Durham, and I love Chris Paul so <laughs> I much. I so much. All right. No, hold on. Hold on. Stop. Yeah, I, told, I showed my dad that, that clip. <laughs> Because I told him about it. Are you almost it. done with that? Yeah. Okay, because she wants I, to see it. I told him about it. And then he goes, the next day I saw him again, and he went, I can't believe Kyler said that. And I went, oh, yeah, I actually have it. 
And then I pulled it up because you sent it to me so I could save it. And I was like, I, I got to find it real quick. So it's at the end. Yeah, it's at the very end. It's like the last like two minutes. I mean, yeah. And he could, you could hear it and you just go, we have all the time in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then my dad just goes, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then like I skipped forward a little bit and you could hear you go, I Brittany, I want to marry you so bad. <laughs> My dad goes, that made me feel like a woman. <laughs> Dude, that's the most emasculating thing. <laughs> Just the way I sound. It's not even, I mean, I don't regret what I said at all. It's what, it's the way I sound. Yeah. It's so bad. It was so funny. My dad just put, because we were out at Vandegrift when I showed him, and he was peeling sticker off the thing. He put his head down on the concrete and goes, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> It was very funny. Who says that? Oh, jeez. You can just hear it in his voice. Just the 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 amount of just I can't believe it. Oh, <laughs> rough. All right. So I'm trying to way to phrase this basically the best way. Oh, wait. You've had a cake with no icing, right? Before, just the cake, like a like a bunt cake or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's still good. Okay. Okay. You can eat cake without icing. Yes. Do you ever eat just icing? No. Well, ever, some like, I, I'm saying like scoop it out of the can, like icing. Some not, people do. But not really, right? No. There's no foundation. Yeah. Icing's nice, though. Icing's good. Icing can make the cake delicious, but you can't have icing without the cake. You can mm-hmm. have cake without the icing. The cake's the foundation. For I just want to go with both of these teams. For the Suns, who made the NBA Finals, and the Clippers, who have lost again. Mm-hmm. The Phoenix Suns hadn't made the playoffs in like 13 years or whatever. 2008. 2008, 2009. Yeah, 2008. 13 years. And they have good pieces. They have some tasty pieces in Devin Booker, who's nasty, and DeAndre Ayton. And if you listen to DeAndre Ayton, he says, the best thing that's ever happened in my career is Chris Paul. It's interesting. And then you got the – so Chris Paul is your cake. And you got the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard's your cake. Look at the Suns. Kawhi look at the Leonard's Suns not, foundation. Kawhi Leonard's not going to be a Clipper anymore. Probably not. But look at the Suns foundation with Chris Paul. You have consistency. You've got really good leadership you've never had. You have a veteran a veteran presence. And a guy that when he is there, he's going to be there as much as possible. Gives you everything he's got. And they make the NBA Finals. And then you've got, you've got Kawhi Leonard, who is, in my opinion, closer to Kyrie Irving than he is LeBron James. He's going to miss time. He's injury prone. He's flaky. And he's not a good leader because he's so quiet. That's, Kyrie's not quiet. I, I know. But he's, I'm saying he's closer to Kyrie yes. than he is LeBron. And those are your foundations. Those are your cakes. You, I mean, I have nice cakes. But you, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, with this podcast. Yep, here we go. You will, no, hold on. No, no, no. You will agree with this. I bring flair. I bring a different dynamic, and I, I do um, not a majority, but I do a lot of our talking for the most part. I do talk more than you. Yeah. But you have the recorder, and you, you have the. Camera. You like to hear yourself talk, though. No, I don't. <gasps> Listen, hold on. Austin. You have the recorder, and the mics, and you edit this, and all that stuff. You can find another person that adds flair, that adds 
you know, taste to the podcast. You like to hear But the podcast talk. is not going to work without you because you're the cake. You're the foundation. Without you, there's no one to edit it. There's no one to get all the equipment. None of that stuff is there. You're Chris Paul. <laughs> I don't want to be Chris Paul. <laughs> I'm saying, like, okay. I'm more like Pau Gasol. Do you like, do you like Six Flags? Amusement parks? Um, Kind sure. of? Okay. Um, you go for seven hours. Oh, You're God. only, hold on, you go all day. You're only going to ride rides for about an hour. You're going to eat for an hour. The other five hours, you're driving to the park, you're parking, That's very you're true. walking around, and you're standing in line. That's very true. On an August, I mean, it, it's perfect in, a, in the early August, early month of August, there's nobody there. It doesn't happen. It's a perfect world. You don't have to wait in lines. You can ride all the yeah, rides that so you hot. want. But, it, but I'm saying it doesn't happen. No, I'm saying there's always people there in August. In the summer? You think so? People flood Six Flags during the summer. I think it's more packed. I think, it, well, they do flood it, but it's not as packed as it is during the cooler months. Okay. We'll go with the cooler month then. We'll go with like October, like mid-October. Because I've been in like middle I, of July before, packed. and it's packed. But yeah. it, I also went a couple months ago, and it's was like I've never seen before. But like what I'm saying is in a perfect world, you don't have to wait in line. In the middle of August, it's awesome. That's you, where you pretend to be a Make-A-Wish kid. No. Six Flags, when there's no crowd, in the middle of the summer when there should be, is Kawhi Leonard. It's like, that'd be great. It'd be great if he was here for all 82 games in every playoff game, but he's not going to be. It's not going to happen. I hate just like going like to Yeah, but I'm saying, just like going to Six Flags and expecting there not to be lines, it's not going to happen. You're going to spend five hours walking around the park, parking, driving there, and waiting in line. Yeah, when I went You're to Six Flags a couple months ago, when I went to Six Flags a couple months ago, we got there when it opened. So, 10 a.m., 9 a.m.? Yeah, 9. When we got the, we left when the park closed. Which is like 9 or 10 o'clock. We were there for... 12 hours. 10 11, hours. 12 hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm glad it was in a cooler month, because if it was during the summertime, I would look like... I don't know. I would look like an Ethiopian right now. Like Serge Ibaka. Huge rod on that dude, by the way. Yes. <laughs> but no, like like... I feel like the <laughs> yes. Suns. I feel like the Suns have. They're not a bad team, and I said from all like many many years for like the last couple of years when it came to Devin Booker. Devin Booker's a good player, but Devin Booker's never going to be your number one, or he's never going to lead you to a championship. You got to have somebody that will help him get there. He is a traditional shooting guard. He shoots and he scores. That's what he does. He doesn't do anything. He's good else. at it. DeAndre Ayton. He's a traditional big man. I protect the paint. I catch lobs. I get you down to the low post. I I work mid range and in, and that's what he does. And it's a traditional style of offense. It's an old school style of offense, and you can't have a good old school style of offense without, without an old true point guard, point guard. Without an old school point guard. I mean, who is? This sounds super like it's not a good comparison, but in my opinion, Chris Paul's the closest thing to 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 John Stockton. Jumps passing lanes. Controls the offense, controls the tempo, can score a little bit, but he's going to control the offense. Old school point guard. I mean, John Stockton never won any championships because of Michael Jordan, but if, if Michael Jordan didn't exist, John Stockton would have two rings minimum and be considered probably the best point guard of all time, but because he doesn't have rings and he's not flashy, he's not. He's going to be underrated. He's going to be underappreciated, which is what Chris Paul is. But... 
Chris I just Paul's not underrated. I, I I think he's underrated. I think Chris Paul's been a top three point guard his entire career, and you're not going to put him in that list. Chris Paul's a great point guard. I know, but a lot of people will be like, "Oh well, Russell Russell Westbrook's got an MVP. He's been great. He's not and in the top Steph five. Curry. Steph Curry is. Steph Curry is absolutely. And Kyrie. Steph Cur- and, Kyrie's but, not. But they'll start naming off all these guards that are super flashy and that are that are. Make House of Highlights, their Instagram no. and stuff like that. Chris Paul didn't make that. Chris Paul's not trying to make that. Chris Paul he wants may- to win. That's not true. I mean, he does sometimes. He makes highlights. Not on the good end, though. <laughs> Especially against the Clippers. I'm like, gosh, he got worked up twice. Paul George dropped him, and then Pat Bev made him two-step. <laughs> that was the first time in, I've ever seen in Patrick Beverly's career where he looked like he was an NBA player. Oh, when he drove in the lane? When, he, the when yeah. he crossed like Chris Paul? That was the first time in... I don't know, a hundred games I've watched Patrick Beverly. In a hundred games that I've seen Patrick Beverly play in, he looked like an NBA player. That move was so good. Well, this is a little bit off topic, but still kind of on topic with what kind of this what, what I'm talking about here. Have you heard all, all the players and all the media people and people talking about how Paul George is the most criticized superstar? He's not. Well, did you hear Charles Barkley talk about it? No. <laughs> I don't like to listen to Charles Barkley. I like Charles anything. Barkley. I think Charles Barkley's funny. But he says, man, he goes, all these media... Well, I like, I, I like Charles Barkley and Shaq and Kenny and Ernie. They're funny. Because they'll say whatever they want to say. They will. They'll say whatever. I've heard I've heard Shaq and Charles Barkley talk about slapping the shit out of each other on live television. Man, I'm going to slap the hell out of you. I'll slap your big, dumb, ugly ass. You remember when Kenny and Shaq tried that. to run up to the board and, and, Shaq, and, and fell. Shaq fell into the Christmas yeah. tree? <laughs> <laughs> See? Where else are you getting that? You're not getting That's that pretty anywhere. funny. But they, they tell the truth. Charles Barkley says Ernie's he's talking about to the cookout. <laughs> Ernie's cool. No, but they're they're talking about is Paul George over criticized? And Charles Barkley's like, man, what are we talking about? He goes, these jackasses on their on their media on the, on their shows or whatever talking about him being criticized. He's like, man, he goes, you get criticized your entire career. That means you're good. That means you're the best at what you do. He goes, you want to be criticized. It's very true. That is true. I want someone to tell me, hey man, I listened to the episode on Friday. You're what you talked about, drug out, and it sucked balls. I want to be criticized because you know what that means? That means you're listening. It means I'm in your head rent free. That means we're. I means you are listening to our podcast. I don't like Paul George. I don't really care for him. He's a good player. Paul George. He, he did what he needed to do. Game five, he showed up. Paul George he played good. Used to be one of my favorite players. Yeah, he was one of my favorite, one of my better ones. Indiana, Indiana was Indiana. Mm-hmm. Paul George was one of my favorite players. I liked Oklahoma City, Paul George. I didn't. I didn't hate him. I didn't. He had an MVP or one year there. I didn't because he let he let Russell influences. I don't know the way yeah, the way his, his his style of play. Yeah. Well, there is a. Uh, I think he was a, a poet. His name's Oscar Wilde, and he says, "There's only one thing in life worse than being talked about, and that is not being talked about." Yeah, that's true. I'd rather be talked about and be relevant. Good or bad, than not talked about. Then I'm mean, not not necessarily me, but I'm saying like you know what I'm saying. You'd rather be a, a topic of a topic of conversation than who is that? Well, yeah, yeah. So being criticized like Paul George does. Paul George does get criticized a lot. So does LeBron James. Mm-hmm. So does Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady is one of the most criticized dudes in the NFL. He's golfing against Phil Mickelson. Um. I forgot who the who the four because they're having another match, but it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Phil Mickelson, and I forgot who the fourth one is. I don't know. Peyton. Peyton. Yep. 
But I want to be talked about because when you're talked about, you're relevant. And like I said, if you want to go to Six Flags and have a day where you don't have to wait in line and all that stuff, you'll be waiting a long ass time because that's not going to happen. Just Unless like waiting you're there on, with Make a Wish. Yeah. That's, but I mean, that's what it's like waiting on Kawhi Leonard to be there for an entire playoff run or an entire season. And if you want, if you want a really, really good, if if you want what you have to be successful, you have to have a good foundation. If you want a good cake, you got to have a good foundation. You can have all the delicious icing in the world, but if you don't have a good base, a good structure, it's not going to work in anything that you do. And my my point being about that is with the podcast, we have a good foundation because you're consistent. You know what I mean? You don't want to go... Well, I don't see anything. New tweet from Conor McGregor. Oh, God. Hold on a second. Uh-oh. <laughs> hold that. Hold on. Hold on. I'll wrap this up real quick. No, but like you don't want... If you go to a bakery and you get... I, I'm, I'm on cakes. I'm really hungry. If you go to a bakery and you go there multiple times and the cake's different every single time, but you order the same cake, but it tastes different, its consistency is different, you're not going to go back to that bakery... Because you're not getting a good foundation on your cake. The actual cake's not good. But if you go to a bakery and it's the same thing every single time, it's delicious every single time, the cake's moist, it's a good it's a good foundation for you. You're gonna continue to buy from there for whatever event you're buying a cake for. That's what I'm saying about Chris Paul, about you, about that stuff, and then what I'm saying about Kawhi is it's never gonna him being there all the him being a good leader. And him not being flaky and always being there and not having load management, playing when he's healthy 100% of the time, giving it 100% of the time the whole time he's on the court like Chris Paul does, that's like waiting for Six Flags to not have lines in the middle of the summer when all the kids are out for school. It's not going to happen. So in life and whatever you decide to do, Make sure that you have a good foundation, whether that be the boss that with your job you're working for, whether that be in your relationship, your partner. If you're the foundation, make sure that you are, you know, strong. And that's what I'm saying about the podcast is it's it's a good base because you control those things because you are the foundation and I am the icing that go like you know, I'm Devin Booker, you're Chris Paul. Congratulations to the Suns on making the NBA Finals. All right, read your Connor tweet. I went on for like ten minutes about that. Connor and Dustin have been going back and forth at each other. About what? Their third fight. I know. Yeah. Connor's uh he's he's back to his old ways. And being Mouthy. Yeah. I hear my dad's phone ringing in there. Yeah. I like that Connor the best. I think that's the best version of Connor. It's the stupid one. No, it's just he talks to the one. seller. The basically sell pay per views. Yeah, but it also gets into your opponent's head. He said, Beck's best boxer, my ass, shooting, shooting shot, shooting like takedowns. Mm. You, uh, you shelling ass bitch. <laughs> he said, how about the first one to shoot a takedown in this fight is a dusty pussy bitch. Oh my God. That's on Twitter. <laughs> Jesus. And then Dustin said, uh, how about the first one to get taken down is a dusty bitch. This is mixed martial arts. Put it all together. This reeks of insecurity to me. <laughs> They're funny. They're morons. That Connor is hilarious. He said, three fights to get three fights against me for any man is going to be an early grave. God bless Dustin Poirier's family." 
God. That's funny. <laughs> Those that's are stupid. No, that's funny. I think that stuff's dumb because I don't buy it. I've never bought it. No, it's Con- showmanship. I think, I think no, I think really when Connor talks shit, I think he means it sometimes. <laughs> he does it. It's showmanship. What? I think he means it the less. When he, no, I think he one hundred percent meant it whenever he fought. He Jose means it the least, and I don't think it's when he fought Jose Aldo. Yes, it's all no, hype. No, that was. I think he actually did not like him when he kept having the belt, like yeah. took his belt from him. That's not. That's, I mean, yeah, it's showmanship. It's but showmanship. I, I, I one hundred. I disagree with you completely. Okay. I think that's they. Fine. I think they really truly did not like each other. Just like you know, John Jones and DC, they truly don't like John each Jones other. John Jones is a bad guy. That's why that's, DC doesn't yeah. like him. That's true. DC's not a good guy. <laughs> Who called DC Fat Boy? Jake Paul. What an idiot. He fights Tyrone Woodley. Yeah, he's going to lose. He's not. Okay. Tyrone Woodley's in the gym with Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> you know who else was in the gym with Floyd Mayweather? I don't know. Nate Robinson. You know uh, who was in the gym with that, Tyrone that Woodley? Doesn't, that doesn't mean much Ben Askren. <laughs> ben Askren's a disappointment. He's great, too. He's so good, and it's disappointing, his career. Yeah, I know. Exactly. It's It's weird. He was at like the top of the world, and then after his fight with a YouTuber, after his fight with Robbie Lawler, just all went downhill. He got kneed in five seconds. I mean, it's kind of the Ronda thing, where it's like, was she ever really an elite fighter? Probably not. It's just the evolution of yeah, better fight. Amanda Nunes fights soon too. She's gross, dude. Hold on, this is super weird. I don't know if this is true. Brittany sent me a screenshot of um, Keaton's story. The August seventh card. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Where's that at? And uh, it's not in San Antonio, is it? Houston. Uh, I don't know. If I, well, he he put it on his story, so I assume I can say something about it. I probably should have um, asked him first, but I'm gonna do it anyway. You got UFC two sixty four. That's July tenth. Yeah, it's August seventh. Go find the full card. I don't know if they've made it official yet. Hold on. I'm on. I'm, oh, UFC 255, August 7th. Yeah. Derek Lewis. Point. I'm very upset about this. Which UFC is it? 250, uh, 265. 265. I'm, I'm very upset about this, too. Fight card. This is disrespectful. Why is Amanda Nunes not your main your main event? It's in Houston. It is. Why is... Why is... Oh, that's why she's not the main event. Because Derek Lewis is on the fight card, and he's from Houston. Yeah. Amanda Nunes, Jose Aldo. I'm trying to find this one. Vicente Luque. Boom, boom. Michael Chiesa's fighting? I like Michael Chiesa. I got to find this real quick. If you'll you'll talk for a minute when we find this. What are you looking for? Um, Brittany sent me this thing the other day of... Keaton's story. I want to find it. Here it is. Check this out. I don't, like I said, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this because I don't know if it's like official or if it's going to happen, but I, I kind of hope it does. It's really cool. So Keaton puts on his Facebook story a couple <gasps> days ago. Yo. UFC put me on the August 7th card in Houston. That's cool. Yeah. So he potentially is getting a UFC shot. That's cool. That's kind of cool. Uh, but like, like when, I, when I'm looking at the card, though, I don't see it. Yeah. There is prelims in there, like before yeah, the yeah, undercard. Under, yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'm saying, like before the undercard. Mm-hmm. I think that's where he's going to be. But still, you're getting an opportunity to, you know, be there in front of those people and put on a show. And I bet, I, you know, I, I wish him the best of luck. That's awesome. That is really, really cool. And he's been training with, um, 
with Alistair Overeem. I don't know is, if that's a good thing. Alistair, that's a big dude. It's a big dude, but he's, he's also a, he's good. He's, he's good. lost like his last like five. It's tough business. <laughs> he's he's he's. There's a new fight added good, to the so. Connor fight to the Connor card. Who? Wonder Boy. Stephen Thompson. He's fighting Gilbert Burns. I actually like that fight that's a, a good lot. Fight. The dude that Sean O'Malley was supposed to fight dropped mm-hmm. out. Really? Yeah. I don't blame they, him. They got a they got a replacement, so now Sean's just going to kill, kill him. Her, yeah. Um, I'm ready for Sean. I'm ready for Sugar Sean to be like a a main event guy. Like he's on the obviously he's on the main card because he is like you know he's popular, but he's not. He's not good enough. No, he's just not. He's brand new to the UFC. He's twenty. Do you know how old he is? Twenty two. He's twenty four. He's, my age. he's young. He's bigger than me. He's young. A lot of people bigger than me. He's 24, and he's been out of the UFC for two years. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang. Well, but what I'm saying, though, is that's kind of cool, isn't it? That is pretty cool. He's he's potentially, like I said, I don't know 100%. I'll have to talk to him, and I needed to probably ask him before I did that. But I hope he is on the card. That's awesome. And I hope he gets an opportunity. I hope he beats whoever he fights and gets an opportunity to Yeah, I hope he cool. doesn't lose. I mean, you can still – I'm serious. You can still lose. And look really good, and they yeah, go. But if you have to look really good, yeah. to lose. I mean, if you lose, if he loses by like split decision, and they're like, "Man, that was a good fight," and they drop both yeah. those guys, y'all are both, yeah, that that'd be cool too. I mean, just getting an opportunity to be in the UFC is awesome. And he'll, he'll, I mean, he'll make pretty good money on that fight too. Hopefully, he'll make. I mean, let's be honest, you'd make more money losing, not necessarily losing, but you know, you'd make more money in that fight than you would in a in a Bellator win, right? It's a Connor card. Yeah. So oh, that's not a Connor card, August seventh. Oh yeah, yeah, it's August seventh. Right. That's the Amanda that's Nunes the Derek, card. yeah the Derek Lewis and Amanda Nunes cards. I mean, that's you're gonna make money. So yeah, I wish him the best of luck. As long that's as cool. it, I mean, I don't know. You have to be on a card with like a superstar. Amanda, Amanda Nunes, Nunes. She is a superstar, but she's not a. I mean, she's can you sick. name another? If you had to name the top five superstars in the UFC, she's not in the top five. Yeah, she is. Absolutely. Biggest draw right now, Conor mm-hmm. McGregor. Number one. Maybe. Or Israel Adesanya. Yeah, I was about to say. It, it, one it, of those two. Number three, Francis Ngannou. Heavyweight guy. Maybe. I don't, Four, I'm not going out of my way to probably find that car with Francis on it. That's probably, what I'm saying. Probably, Maybe John Jones. Yeah, John Jones is a big draw, yeah. And then her. I was going to say Aljamain Sterling. No. New, no. Really? What? I don't even know who that is. The bantamweight champion. Brand new. Don't care. He's the he's the smaller version of Israel Adesanya. She, she's dominated for how how long? She is. Yeah, she's really that, good. That's, but, a, but that's that, a draw. That's, that's that not a draw. Me. But that pulls me. That that's not a that's not a draw. That pulls you. It doesn't pull a crowd. I think it does. She's a good fighter. She's actually not, she's a great fighter. She's the best female fighter. People want to watch dominance. I'm tired of watching her defend two belts though. It's great, isn't it? Someone, please, for the love of God, what if she decides to drop ten more pounds and just goes takes over the third division? She should. She oh, should, God. and then defend all three in one night. That'd be crazy in in, in, in that middle weight, that oh middle category. God. That'd be crazy. No, but like, as that, much as people want to hate it, people love dynasties. You say whatever you want. The NBA got yeah, the no. best ratings during the Bulls dynasties, and the ratings go down a little bit. And then, oh hey, look, Golden State's dynasty, and the ratings come flying back up. The Patriots, their twenty-year dynasty. Yeah. NFL had pretty good ratings. The NFL's got real good ratings when they're in the Super Bowl. People love. Dynasties, they act like they hate them. They love them. So watching her dominate draw definitely draws a crowd. It does. 
watching greatness unfold draws a crowd. You know crowd. she's not the top. She's not in the top five pound for pound fighter list. She should be. She should. She should be I number think five. Number one is Kamara Usman, deserved. Makes number sense. number two is Israel Adesanya. Where's Max Holloway in that? He's like number eight. I'm say he better be on there. Uh, Dustin Poirier was number six. Um, I forgot. Us uh, Francis Ngannou was number three. Um, number four was Valentina Shevchenko or yeah, whatever. See, I'm sticking her at four or five. And then I think I think Amanda was five. Yeah. See, that makes sense to me. That's where she probably. That's about where she is, and she's great. She's really, really good. She's grody. Um, she scares me. <laughs> you were telling me about a new trailer that came out yeah, Clifford that the, I haven't seen. Clifford the Big Red Dog. They're making. A, we've talked about this, the live action Clifford movie. Yeah. But there's a trailer there that is. you're going to show me on I'm the podcast. Not going to show Fine, it. Fine, I'll pull it up on the podcast. I'm going to pull it up. Then I'm going to. Oh, here it. it is, right here. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. Oh, here it is. Clifford. Whoa, I was wrong. The Big Red Dog. What? I was incorrect. I was looking at the... Holy crap. What? His dog's huge. I, it's Clifford. Yeah. What? Whoa. Yeah, it was a new trailer three days ago. Do you know who the men's pound-for-pound pound best is? I was, we were wrong. I was wrong. Number one, it's, my, on. it's changed again. Hold on. Um... Is it Israel? No. Uh, Israel's number three. It's not Kamaru Usman. He's number two. It's Francis? John Jones. Huh? That makes sense. Alexander Volkanovsky, the dude that beat Max Holloway. Mm-hmm. He's number four. Francis Ngannou's five. Dustin Poirier, six. Jan Blahovich, he's number six. The Polish power. He's tied for number six, actually. I want to watch this trailer. Stipe is eight. Huh. They, well, why do they make a live action Clifford movie? Holy crap. This dog is a monster. Ian Thompson. He broke the scale. I'm just gonna ride heavy. Oh no. I'm gonna chase the balls. <laughs> Star Wars. Stormtroopers too. Clifford the big red dog. 
don't see that every day. Maybe it's time to feed him. Looks good. It doesn't. No, it does. It, it looks it, interesting. It doesn't. You're wrong. Keenan Thompson's in it. You know it's a banger. Stop. What's your favorite Keenan Thompson movie? Good Burger. Did you hear that? What was that? It's a bird. Welcome to the Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Matt Dago Arter. It's not even a question. That is his best movie. I don't know what else he's in. Oh. What's Anthony Anderson's best movie? I feel like him and Keenan Thompson are kind of similar. They even kind of look the same, like their build, like the way they're built. All right. You're kind of built like Keenan Thompson in a way. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Dude, he's, first of all, he's like 40. No, he, Keenan you, Thompson? You, yeah. You're built like Keenan Thompson. How do you spell Keenan Thompson? K-E-E-N-A-N. Is it two E's? Yeah. Keenan. That's not right. <laughs> I think it is. There's like a little accent mark over one of these, I think. Or it's just K-E, if I don't think that's right. There's an accent mark over the E, I think. Oh, my gosh. That's not correct. I don't know how to spell it. Stop in Good Burger. And then do the cast. Oh, it's Kenan, but it's spelled, it's, that's how it's spelled, is Kenan. K-E-N? K-E-N-A-N. Oh. Kenan Thompson. That makes more sense. Yep. All right. No. All right. Um... Welcome to the Good Burger. Home he's been Good in. Burger. It's a great movie. Um, upcoming projects. He's going to be in Clifford, Clifford the Big, the Red, Big Dog. Red Dog. That's going to um, really rejuvenate his career, I think. Home Alone, the remake. Jesus. Okay. Whatever. Um. Oh, he was in Hubie Halloween, the Adam Sandler movie that came yes, out on he Netflix. Was. Um, Have you seen that? Yeah. Actually, kind of interesting. He was in Trolls. Who is he? He was the tiny diamond troll. Oh, okay. Um, Wonder Park, The Grinch. Oh yeah! Oh my goodness, Mr. Grinch! Yeah, that, that's him. Um, he's the only black guy in the entire movie. Honestly, he's not in a bu- he's not in a bunch of movies. He's in a bunch of TV stuff. Like he's obviously Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Um, the Smurfs too. Which Neil Patrick Harris killed, by the way. He's in Larry the Cable Guy's Hollapalooza Christmas Loaf. Nice. <laughs> if, um, if, if, if you were casted for that, let's be honest. If you were casted, would you want to be on that show? He was in Snakes movie? on a Plane. Really? Yeah. I'm tired of all these mother... <laughs> <laughs> he was in the Rugrats TV show. How? I don't know. The animated show? Yeah. Who do you voice? The Mirror. Ah. Whenever Tommy, I remember it for some reason vividly, when Tommy would dream about how his like mirror would talk to him and stuff like that. That's gross. That's gross. He was cl- he was in Clifford the Big Red Dog, the TV series too. Who was he? Hamburger. Ah. <laughs> um, I, I must have not remembered Clifford as well as I thought I did. He was in Big Fat Liar. Yes. I remember that. Yes, yep. he is. And all that. What's Frankie Moon? Munez up to these days. I think he's on drugs. <laughs> Apparently him and Aaron Carter, both. You gotta be on drugs to step in the ring with Lamar Odom, who's twice your size. Yeah, like, there's a lot of people, like, Hillary Duff. What's she doing now? Drugs? No, she's a, she's a mom. Oh, okay. 
That's better than drugs. He was in Frankie Muniz. His last thing he was in was in the Harley Quinn TV series. That's going on like right now. Yep, he plays Frankie Muniz. <laughs> cool. Why? Okay then. Why? He was in the TV show Preacher. He also played Frankie Muniz. Does he just play himself? In a lot of this stuff, yeah. Why? I don't know. What's he was in oh Frankie Muniz. He was in Sharknado. <laughs> So is Mark Cuban. Is Mark Cuban? He is. Which one is it? The third one that he's in, or something? I think yeah. Those Frank, movies are stupid. Frankie's in all of them. Those movies suck. What's another actor that you said? You said Keenan Thompson, Anthony Anderson. That's he's in it. Blackish though, and he he does a lot of stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like an actor that like when you and I were young children that were very prominent because Keenan Thompson was on a lot of stuff. There was the Keenan and Kel show. He was on the Amanda Bynes show. Then he went Saturday Night Live. So he's done a lot of stuff during our childhood. But then it's like, what does he do now? And you got Frankie. Same thing. The Rick Moranis kind of thing. When I was a kid, Rick Moranis was in a lot of stuff. And when I was younger, Rick Moranis was in a lot of stuff. Or before I was even born, Rick Moranis was in a lot of stuff. And then gone. He was gone because his wife died of cancer. And he stopped being an actor to be a full-time stay-at-home dad and take care of his kids, which is awesome. But the other ones I like, you know, like Kenan Thompson. I like when I see him and stuff because as a kid I liked him. I don't think he's a good actor. I don't think he's that funny. But I do like him because there's kind of a nostalgia kind of feel. And the same thing with Frankie, the same thing with like Hilary Duff because she was in a lot of stuff when I was a kid. I never liked her, but like at all. I didn't think she was a good actress even as a little kid. But... Um, I mean, you go with Amanda Bynes, that's another one. What does she do? What does Amanda Bynes do? Or Lindsay Lohan? I know what Lindsay Lohan does. She's Amanda Bynes is definitely in rehab, too. Lindsay Lohan is on an episode of of Billy on the Street from like 2018, 2017. Dude, she's so weird. Even Billy, who like makes everything funny, even him, it's like very awkward. Ew. They they destroy a car with like a sledgehammer. That's like a friend's theme car or whatever. Yeah. She's weird. It's just like I watched it and I didn't laugh. It was very, very cringy because even Billy couldn't save it, mm. which Billy's great. Billy on the street is funny. He was in um, The Lion King. Yeah. Uh, he, voices, he was also in. He voices Timon. He was also in the last season of American Horror Story. Billy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Who do you play? No, he's in the last two seasons of American Horror Story. Who do you play? Um, <laughs> the first one, he played some like rich woman's like best friend in the apocalypse, and she leaves him behind, and he becomes like this mutated, weird, genetic freak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the season before that, and um, he be- he was a uh, part of a cult because it was based around the Donald Trump election. <laughs> Which was probably their best season. <laughs> I feel bad about saying it, but it was pretty funny. Evan Peters, he played a guy that was obsessed with Donald Trump and started a cult. And, you know, he dyed his hair blue. Uh, Billy? No, Evan oh. Peters. He played this dude that was like a cult leader that could, in his dreams, he talked to Charles Manson, who also Evan mm-hmm. Peters also played. Um, I don't know. The whole season's very weird. Very good, though. Very, very good. So, in the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... One of the greatest good. movies in the past 10 years. What my So, my dad lived through that. He did. My dad has told me, that's pretty accurate. 
Uh, it was an old western. It was an old western film you know, set. Did you not know Quentin Tarantino? He know he only makes act, like huh, I know his movies are always extremely accurate. He just changes They're the pretty, most obvious things. Yeah, like but instead of sharing them going to Sharon, yeah, exactly. House, they go to his. He only, he he keeps everything exactly the same except things that you wouldn't notice. So obviously Sharon Tate, Bruce Lee, yeah, not being that. yeah, Bruce Lee was not like that. Uh, his well, daughter, he might have been. I his daughter know. wasn't happy about that. He might have been like that. I don't know. I thought it was great. He was beat up by Brad Brad Pitt. Pitt. He said said if you and Cassius Clay were to get in the ring, who would win? Said. Well, I forgot what he said, but Brad Pitt's response was to think you, he said, all right, Cato, to think you'd you'd be anything more than a stain on Cassius Clay's trunks is disdain to you and his name. Let me find this. He said, who are you? He said, what is his name in the movie? Um, What is Brad Pitt's name in the movie? I don't remember. Rick Dalton. What I admire is, in his sport, there's an element of true combat. When Cassius Clay meets Sonny Liston in the ring, that's not two athletes posturing. That's combat. Two men trying to kill each other right now. If you don't beat him, he kills you. That's beyond athletics. That's beyond wide world of sports, you know. That's two warriors engaged in combat. That's what I admire. In martial arts tournaments, they won't let you fight like that. It's very frustrating. You stand in front of a guy, you just want to let him have it. But you can't. So you got to do this play-acting, patty-cake version. Cassius Clay, Sonny Liston, Joe Lewis. The colored boxer, not that white kickboxing asshole. They do what they need to do to win. They unleash as much punishment as they have to, to defeat the other guy. But in martial arts tournaments, I do to win what they do to win. I unleash all my power. I kill people. Well, if you fight Cassius Clay, who would win? Well, that would never happen. But if you did, what do you think would happen? I'd make him a cripple. cripple. (laughs) Hey, you. What's your name? Me? Yeah, you. Cliff Booth. My name's Cliff. I'm Rick Dalton's stunt double. Stuntman? Yeah. Stuntman. You know, you're kind of pretty for a stuntman. That's what they tell me. So, did I say something funny, stuntman? <coughs> yeah, you kind of did. What's so funny? Look, man, I don't want any trouble. I'm just here to do a job. But you're laughing at what I'm saying. But I'm not saying anything funny. So what do you think is so funny? <coughs> what I think is... You're a little man with a big mouth and a big chip. And I think you should be embarrassed to suggest you be anything more than a stain on the seat of Cassius Clay's trunks. Brother, you're the one with the big mouth. Brother. And I would really enjoy closing it, especially in front of all my friends. But my hands are registered as lethal weapons. That means we get into a fight, I accidentally kill you. I go to jail. Anybody accidentally kills anybody in a fight, they go to jail. It's called manslaughter. And I think all that lethal weapon horse shit is just an excuse so you dancers never have to get in a real fight. Okay. Okay. How about a friendly contest? It's great. 
That's one of the greatest scenes in that movie. Okay. <laughs> so anybody gets in a fight and accidentally kills someone, they go to jail. It's called manslaughter. I like using Bruce Lee in UFCs. What the? What the? Because he's so freaking fast. I'm not a big Bruce Lee fan, though. Why? Because the... <gasps> the same reason that I'm not, you know, I take Tiger with a grain of salt kind of thing. The character bothers me. His last moment's not good. So... I value stuff like that. Why? Because it's his, it's that's his moral compass. That's who he is. He smoked lace weed with his mistress and died. Like that's that's a tough way to go out. That's it is. not a good look. It's not. But he's you're just cheating going to, on his wife. No, I'm, you're just I'm saying throw away everything. No, else no, he did. he's great. He's great. But that does bother me a little bit. That you know what 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 was he doing? Kind of thing. What kind of person was he really? That's what I'm. Ta- that's what I'm talking about. I love I love Bruce Lee. Really? I pick Bruce Lee every time we play UFC oh because God. I love Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's <laughs> awesome. Bruce Lee is one of the greatest one of the greatest action actors of all time. One of the greatest, he's a great athlete. What are you talking I mean, about? He's a very good athlete. But that does I do have some reserve about that. You know, I'm I'm a character person. Who you are says a lot about. Like who you what you do in your own time says a lot about what kind of person you are. Yeah, That's but, just my opinion. But what if what if that was just like a just a mishap. I just, he just, you know what? I'm gonna smoke weed for the, which is fine. I don't think weed's a big deal. Weed should be illegal. That's not the point I'm making. I'm gonna smoke weed for one time, and I'm gonna go cheat on my wife one time, and it just happens to be the time that you die. You I, don't that's know. such a coincidence. That's you don't such know. no. I'm you not buying know. that. I'm not buying it. It's just you know, it's tough. If if you are a huge Bruce Lee fan, you do have to look at that and go. Mm. I mean, it's the. Mm, I don't want to do this. Not really. It's the same thing with Kobe. I like Kobe a lot. I like Kobe a lot. Kobe's great. Kobe's a very, very good basketball player. Kobe's a good guy. Kobe's a good dad. Kobe made a mistake. He did. He cheated and on his because, wife. And because he is such a big star, it's documented. A lot of people cheat on their wives. A lot of people cheat on their husbands. But it's not documented because they're yeah. not huge. Yeah, exactly. So when you're in the spotlight, you got to be a better person than what you even really are. Oh, yeah. Not be fake. But you have to raise your standards of your character and your morals because if you mess up, the whole there, uh, no such thing as bad publicity. All publicity is good publicity. That's not true. I agree with that. That's not true. I just don't get it. I don't. No, understand. it's 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 a moral thing. It's just a character thing for me. Which I like. I said I like Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's awesome. It's just a bad look. That that's the way you go out. Bruce Lee's goaded. He's goaded. Bruce he, Lee is goaded. You get what I'm saying. Same thing with Tiger. He beats up Chuck Norris a hundred times a week. No, really? That's, Into the that's Dragon. A, that's a good fight. He in, beat him in, up. In, in real life, I'm saying in real life, that's a good fight. That is. A, I think he probably. I think Chuck Norris might win that fight. I don't. I don't. I think Chuck Norris is a fist coming out of his beard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Chuck Norris is a. Mm. See, the, that's another one that's really. If, if if I say this to my dad, he'll tell me how he'll be like Stephen A. The blasphemy coming out of your mouth. I think that. Bruce Lee, I think that Chuck Norris, I think they're they're elevated at the levels of fighting. The bathroom at Twisted Root Burger Company in Allen has nothing but Chuck Norris jokes written all over the walls. <laughs> Which are great jokes. <laughs> Whenever Chuck Norris does push ups, he doesn't push himself, he pushes push the, the earth world, away yeah. from him. Yeah. Like those are great. They're funny. Where did that come from? Why oh. is he so, why is that like a thing? Because he everything that he ever did, he killed the person he fought. Yeah, in I, real life and in, and oh yeah. In, uh, no, I'm serious. 
And then they Luis, rebooted Walker, Texas Ranger. Really? Yeah. Who's who's Walker? Uh, Jared Padalecki. I don't know who that is. He's the dude that played Sam in uh, Supernatural. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad. But I, I, I just think, not elevated, I use the wrong word. Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee, to me, kind of the Michael Jordan thing as well. Where the myth and Bo Jackson as well. So like... Bo Jackson, Michael Jordan, Bruce Lee, and Chuck Norris, to me, all fall in the same category of amazing at what they did. The best at what they did. But the myth, the ghost, the ghost is more than the actual reality. Because Michael Jordan, it's like, oh, he never lost. Yes, he did. He came back and lost. He struggled for seven years before he got Scottie Pippen. Bo Jackson, Bo Jackson jumped over a 20-something whatever foot creek. If he would have done that at 12 or 13 years old, like they said, he would have set the... Long jump record today by like three feet or four feet. He didn't do that. But yeah. there's stories that he did. Like there's made up stuff. What if, okay. So what if you were just able to go back and like witness all this? And it was all true? Yeah. That'd be awesome. I hope it is. <laughs> like what if crazy. you're able to go back and be the person that Bruce Lee one inch punched? <laughs> be crazy. That, see, like, like that stuff. He did not. <laughs> the one inch punch? No. <gasps> that thing? Yeah. <laughs> where he just closes his fist? Yeah. Bruce Lee one inch punch. There's video of it. Of him like beating a dude to death with a one inch punch. No, he just it's at a martial arts tournament. Yeah, I know it's fake. It probably could hurt. I mean, he probably punched me and almost kill me. One hundred percent. Yeah, but I'm not a guy that's gonna fight him. I'm very fragile. You're bigger it's than him. Not by much. You're bigger than Bruce Lee. Not by much. So Hype, you're still maybe. bigger than him. Height maybe. Probably yeah. He he weighs more than me. You see him? He's shredded. Yeah, but okay, that doesn't mean anything. That just means he has more. He has no body fat percentage. I mean, I have very little body fat percentage. No, but like, I feel like the myth is greater than the actual. You know what I mean? Than the actual reality, and that's fine. That that's how. I mean, there's the actually he's five eight. Yeah, he's my height. How much does he weigh? He's probably like half an inch shorter than me, or the same height, right there in the same ballpark. How much do you weigh? One like one forty five, one fifty. He went one thirty. Really, one thirty to one forty one. Dang. So I'm a little. I'm. I'm probably. But honestly, right now, probably about the same size as him. I've lost weight. That's difficult to Bruce say. Lee. Yeah. I'm a little guy. <laughs> but Bruce Lee looks way bigger. Than yeah, that's you. what I'm saying. He's huge. Bruce Lee. Man. No, but like, there's the the Bo Jackson thing. That's what 135 pounds looks like. Good God. But no, the like the he says he never worked out, never lifted weights. Uh, who that's else said bull that? Crap. Uh, Herschel that's, Walker also said that. That's bull crap. That's not. He true. said he only did uh, push-ups and sit-ups. Okay, that's still working out. Yeah. Bo Jackson said he did not work out. He did never lifted a weight. Never did any of that. He was just all natural. There's a there's a thing that in a a hand timer, and the whole story so stupid about how which I love Bo Jackson. In my opinion, Bo Jackson's a top five football player of all time, top five athlete of all time. He just got hurt because he's so big. He was bigger. He was too big for his own body. But he there's a thing that at I think it was at Auburn that he had to go to track practice, but he also was there for football and they were time in forties. And he said, "I'm not going to stop." Which I don't know. You, you have more time than that, really. Yeah. I'm just going to run right out. That's why it makes me think it's fake. I'm going to run my forty and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to go to the track. Apparently, he ran an under a four, uh, under four on a hand timer. That's not true. And if he did, he didn't run under a forty, or under a four. That's not true. 
No one's ran a full a forty yard dash in less than four seconds. Dion's fast as hell, and he said he's ran like a four one, which is not true either. Dion didn't run no four one. Ew! It's not. It's not happen. Ew! So I'm not buying that. That 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 that's what I'm talking about though. The myth becomes more than the actual reality, and I feel like with a guy like Bruce Lee, that that's true, and a guy like Chuck Norris, that that's true. Yeah, that just close your hand and send somebody flying. Yeah, right. It's all the chi. It's all the chi in your body. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's all the bullshit. You don't know. Do you I? don't know. I don't. I don't have any chi in my body. I don't even know what chi is. You don't know that. Go hang out with a bunch of. Where's Bruce Lee from? Japan. I don't think he's from Japan. China. I think he's China. Viet- I think he's from Vietnamese. Is he Vietnamese? I think so. He's from Vietnam. He might be. Where is Bruce Lee from? Where is he from? Wow, we were way off. Hold on. We yo, you're there's no way you get this. South America. No. Russia. No. <laughs> He's a Soviet Union. No. He's a Soviet spy. Um it's gonna be a country that makes no sense, isn't it? Uh, no, I mean it makes sense why he was such a star here. Cuba. Mm-mm. I don't know where. He's from San Francisco, California. <laughs> I told you. Okay. <laughs> told you. I saw that and I went, what? Okay. He's born in San Francisco? Huh. Born in San Francisco, California. The more you know. That's weird. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think that was Who going was to be. Who was the San Francisco killer? The Zodiac? Yeah. This is Zodiac. He was in the Bay Area. I mean, yeah. he, there's multiple. Yeah, but that's people. what I'm thinking of. Every all the killers are from California. All of them. This is Zodiac. Speaking. Zodiac was there. Ted Bundy wasn't from California. Richard Ramirez was there. Charles Manson was there. <laughs> Ted Bundy was from Seattle, wasn't he? Like Washington, like he went everywhere. Washington. But he was in the Northwest. Washington, Florida, Pacific Northwest. Washington, Florida, Alabama. What? What possesses people to do that? I don't, I want to know. That makes you like possesses people to not just kill one person, because I wish I could have their brain for a day. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. You'd murder somebody. Well, like just lock me up. <laughs> just like put me in a a padded room for a day. You'd with, go nuts with their mind. You'd go mad. Probably. No, I'm just saying with their mind, and then after that day, my mind comes back, but I retain some of the feeling. Just like the the memory of knowing what it. Felt I just like. don't get it. Like what drives people? Because I wish I did. I, I really do. I'm not advocating it at all, but I do understand being pushed to a limit in certain in certain scenarios. And you know, there are people that handle stress, that handle you know high tension relationships, high tension situations differently. That's what makes us all well unique. But. I'd like to to know like what makes people because I get somebody just never doesn't stop like a bully or something like that just does not stop and your life would be better without them around and you finally have enough and you make that decision which is a stupid decision but you make that. There was decision. a woman the other day that got arrested for killing two pedophiles. Why? Why don't you get arrested for that? I got no idea. <laughs> I think that's stupid. Yeah, you, should, you need to throw her a parade. But it's like that. I get that. It's messed up. You shouldn't kill somebody, but I get it. There's, but more, I there's a what, lot of things I think that you, you shouldn't die for. I don't think you should die for killing another person in self-defense. No. I also don't think you should die or get arrested or be in too much trouble 
you kill someone who touches kids. If you touch kids, you I think you die. Well, if you go to prison, you you die. So that's very true. You touch kids, you go to prison, you die, which is good. <laughs> I mean, I'm not advocating for corp or for capital punishment, but my God, yeah, maybe there should be in some cases. But I'd like to know what makes people not because there's a reason, but just because I have a thirst to cause pain. Basically, like a, a sadist. It's a sociopath. Well, I mean, like that's what a sadist is, is someone that gets like, not necessarily sexual gratis- gratification, but gets like aroused. Ted, that's what Ted, that Ted Bundy did. Yeah, yeah. That's why he stabbed and, and stuff. Yeah, because you get you get like some type of satisfaction. But like Richard that. Ramirez and stuff. They just don't have feeling. Exactly. Like I'd like to know. Like I wouldn't. It's a brain wanna, thing. I don't want to know. It's but a brain I, thing. I'd like to know to an extent why. It's a. It's a brain. Like thing. you don't care about other people. No, it's a. That's why they have like the the levels of like sociopathic tendencies and stuff. It's a brain thing. It's a brain malfunction. Just like something in their head. Well, I mean, it just brings it's me like to the thought of bedwetting is one of them. You do that. Yeah. Um, killing animals. That's messed. Yeah, that's messed up. That's it's, what like that's where they start off at yeah. is to sort of see how it feels, and then after that, it's like moving up to like petty crimes and stuff like that, and then obviously you just graduate sociopath school and you go to murder. Um, <laughs> going to murder school. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a. I think it's a. It's a brain thing. I'm pretty sure. Like a neurological. Just a, like a yeah, like a disorder. Just something. Well, all that being said. Do you not have the, the they don't have empathy. process? They don't have empathy okay, for other It's not things. empathy, but it's, what if that was me? That's a selfish way to think of it, but it's better than murdering somebody, is what if that was me? Would I want that to happen That's to what me? I'm saying. They don't have that. They don't have that. You don't have that? Like, they don't have the, man, if this was me, that'd be rough. I don't want, they don't, I don't want that to happen to me. That's what I'm saying. They don't, ha- they don't have they that. They just don't care if it happens to them. Like, Richard Ramirez, I think he did it to, like, he did it to everybody. He That's what I'm care. saying. What makes people just go, I'm murdering that person. Like on the on the subway, I'm murdering that person today. Because there's people that have done that. Yeah. That just that's the person. No reason at all. No, Richard Ramirez. No rhyme. He no just reason. randomly picked people. Yeah. Just out in public. I'm following them home. Like and one of them. one of the people he took was a nine year old girl. And he didn't kill her. She got away. But he felt bad, which was weird. He because I've watched the Night Stalker documentary. Mm-hmm. He took so he, her. He never murdered children. He did. That's what I'm saying. He did. Huh. But this one, this one girl, he took her, took her to her house, to his house, did things to her, put her in the car, dropped her off on a corner, left her. Did he have a little sister? Hmm. Because that might be something if he had a little. But that sister. was it. That was the only person. Did he ever murder little girls? Oh, I he don't know. Little girls and boys. I don't know. Though. He didn't care. I don't know. That's that's just gross. It's sort of just like I think it was just a it's an opportunity thing. Well, there's the one dude, I can't remember his name. We talked about this before. I would be this guy. You do something to one of my kids, you know? The guy waits for him to get out of prison. Oh waits um, twenty years for him to get out of prison. Law abiding citizen. Basically. Yeah. But no, this is real. Oh guy waited for him to get out I'm not kidding. Waited for him to get out of prison. The day that the dude gets out of prison, two kids go missing in a park. Very close to where this dude lives, where he's on like probation or whatever. They find the little girl's body. They don't find the little boy. The parent of one of the kids that he murdered years ago that he went to prison for finds out where he lives because he sees about the the, the disappearing kids. And on the news, it's this guy just got out and he lives within this radius. Could it be him? It was. The dude didn't know that, but he knows that he murdered his child. 
He walks straight up, knocks on the front door. The dude answers. Gun right at the door, shoots him directly in the forehead, and then goes inside with the with the guy's house phone. Calls nine one one. Hey, my name is so and so. I'm at the home of this guy. I just got out. He's on his front porch, dead. Y'all need to come pick him up. I shot him in the face. Hmm. <laughs> like, I get it. <laughs> I I get it. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, if you're gonna murder children, like I I, I get it. That's I don't blame point. the parent for walking up to you and shooting you in your face. That's a good point. I just don't get what drives people to do that. I mean, it's obviously a neurological issue. I love people like that. I don't. It's gross, not, not like you, I way. love murderers. Not in that way. You know what I mean? I love just people like, who commit homicide. Like watching it. It's cool. People die? No. Just oh. Like how they so move, how they, how they operate. It's interesting about like how they think, like yeah. what makes them do that. But it's not. I don't like it. <laughs> I watched a thing the other day. This happened recently too, like in the past like four years. It was a uh, the top like ten most mysterious like vanishings or something like that. And one of them was Lars Matank, obviously. One of them was um That's the dude that worked for the government, wasn't it? No, it was a dude that was uh with on a friend trip to like Germany and he got into oh, a fight. Oh yeah, and, and he at busted the his eardrum. And he couldn't fly back. So then the next day when he was able to fly, he went to the airport, airport ran into and the north, ran. then ran out and was never seen again. Yeah, yeah. There's people that think that he was drugged. Dude, that's so strange. That he started tripping while he was in the airport. Some which people, makes sense. That Some people also think it was more than just an, a ruptured eardrum. That he got beat so bad. Yeah, he, had like, brain damage. he had brain damage and something went wrong. That makes I think that makes a lot of sense. He might have died. He could have. On like on under a bridge or like, yeah, yeah. Like it's in a coastal city, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he he could have crawled up underneath the dock and died. Uh, one of them was the uh, one of the, another thing I think we looked at. I don't think so actually. It was an older guy. I forgot what his name was, but he just randomly decided to leave his house one night and walk through four different cities. He would walk through a city, take a, a taxi ride to another city, and walk it. Just walk through the whole city. Something got him. And he was in there for like four hours. And then the next morning he was found on a beach, completely naked, except in a different coat than what he was wearing. His wallet was in in his in his pocket, except for all of his cards and ID, but all his cash was there. Yeah, he got murdered. And he and he had one sock. It was one sock. That was it. That's such an odd detail. That's such a weird thing to happen. But he was definitely murdered. He probably um, had Alzheimer's or something too. Was he, he old? Definitely, yeah, yeah. He was definitely murdered though. Uh, Maybe he had a sock. His other sock was in his mouth. He was murdered. Maybe some animals um, attacked him. But and the they num- took his cards. But the number one one was a was a dude. It was this was like four years ago, and it was like in Ohio. Uh, this dude went to a bar. He was in college. Went to a bar. Was going to meet his longtime girlfriend, basically fiance. You say Ohio? Yeah. White boy. <laughs> <laughs> and the video surveillance shows him coming up the escalator with his friends and him waiting for his girlfriend to get there. He walks into the bar and he was never seen after that. And the only exit out of the bar was that escalator. Maybe he got abducted by aliens. It's so weird. That's so strange. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? He got chopped into pieces and flushed on the toilet. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just I'm giving exam I'm giving h- hypotheticals. Here. I saw that. Yes, I saw it a couple days ago, and I went, "Man, how crazy is that?" Those are those are weird to me because you can't find those people. You've got satellites that can zoom into 
the sand on a beach and you can't find people what was weird is that like you know when people are like we have video footage of this and it's like a terrible terrible quality this was four years ago so it's high def video it's high def you can see this guy on his phone hanging out with his friends at the top of the you know at the top of the bar on the second level waiting for his girlfriend to get there they're hanging out they're you know watching the game on the tv they're like dapping each other up and everything he walks into like he walks to the bar area that was it. Hmm. How? <laughs> he got abducted by aliens. No. How? I don't know. The only thing I can think of is that he jumped off the roof. Like, jumped off the second floor. But which, they had have found his body. No, I mean, he could have lived through that and left. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he jumped out the window. Yeah, he could have left. He didn't want to he pay his tab that bad. It was only, I mean, this is a two-story bar. It's like, what, 20 feet? You can live. You, you Pretty can, high. Break your legs. Depending on how, depending on who you are, yeah. How athletic you are. He was a volleyball player. He got calves for days. Doesn't mean anything to me. He's still falling twenty feet. You fall twenty 20. feet. You're not falling twenty feet if you jump. You jump twenty feet and tell me you're okay. You can be able to walk. I can barely walk right now. Yeah, I know. I broke you so many times. That's you can barely walk. okay. Wrap this up. You're stupid. <laughs> All right. You can find me on Snap. This was a ver- man. I had a whole good topic we never talked about. What was it? America's epidemic. Which is drugs and alcohol. Why? I just saw this thing about like America's epidemic, and I want to talk about it. But we'll is it an later. epidemic? Yeah. How? What do you mean how? How's well, I get the drugs part, but what? What? How's alcohol an epidemic? It's been around for centuries. It's still an epidemic. It's still like really. You what? go to work, you work all day, and then you go spend the money at the bar. How's and, that an and, epidemic? And then you're poor. It keeps poor people poor. Okay. It's like the lottery. It keeps poor people. It it, it is an epidemic. Okay. It's, it's 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 an unhealthy lifestyle that costs a lot of money. It's I guess. very expensive. I guess so. It keeps poor people poor. It keeps you unsuccessful. It keeps you where you are. It, it's what the it's what it's what big government wants. I they want you to. I don't look at it that way, but all right. I mean, if if you handle it correctly, if you, I mean, even with some recreational drugs, if you handle them correctly and in the correct setting, I don't really. You do what you want to do to yourself. I don't think I don't look at it as an epidemic. I just look at the like those people that you're referencing. Or that whatever article or whatever thing you're talking about is referencing. Yeah. I think they're just idiots. <laughs> That's what's the point. It is like you know, what is an epidemic of idiocracy? Like you keep people poor that way. Like it's it's an economic epidemic because you keep people poor by keeping them distracted on things that are damaging, by things that are destructive, being drugs and alcohol. Well, it's not like it's not like they're pushing it. Like, hey, hey, spend your weekend getting effed up. No, but I'm I'm saying like no one does anything to stop it. Not stop it, but help. You know what I mean? Which, why there's, would you? There's nothing to... There's money there's not anything. There's nothing to be helped about. I'm it, talking about, like, the people that go to the bars every single okay. weekend. Or, like, every day. I know those people. And, and you have no... Like, you, you're very limited on the type of success that you can have. And you need people, the big government, you need people in the lower class. I not everybody so. can be middle class, so how do you keep those people down? Jack Daniels. <laughs> yeah, Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels and... I don't know, Jim. Yeah, Jim's a friend to all, including That's, my father. <laughs> you know who's not drinking? You know who is drinking a lot? You? No. Well, I mean, who can afford it and they stay pretty decent? The Con. people that people that drink proper twelve because that's mm-hmm. not cheap. Yeah, it's good stuff. If all you right. drink that, you're middle class. <laughs> yeah, you're middle to upper class. You can find me on Snapchat, Calderum twenty one. Um, go to patreoncom nynp Dude, Aaron's birthday's in two weeks. 
I'm excited. It is. We're going to go see Space Jam for your birthday. We might go see Clifford as well. It's in exactly two weeks. I know. I'm excited. We can go see Clifford the Big Red Dog. My dad made a joke about that. About Clifford? No, about Space Jam. What about it? He was like, so you and Kyler are going to see Space Jam for your birthday. Yeah, huh? we are. No, I'm not going to yes, see Space are. Jam with that I'm moron. I'm coming to pick you up. <laughs> no. Yo, speaking of morons, they made me at work put a picture of like the Red Lobster stuff. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. You know who slid up in my story? I, actually, I put on Facebook, apply you morons yeah, with the picture. That's going to be funny. Who? I put it on my Snapchat story too. You know, immediately slid up and asked about uh, ask about working there and I got him an interview. Um, Do I know this person? You know this person very well. We've both known this person for a very long time. Who is someone you would never... Oh, sus- Keith. What? Keith. No. Oh. Who is someone you would never expect for me to work with? Eh, not work with. We've worked together well on the court many times. I don't know. There was a day at the gym that I went off, and this guy also went off, and it was disgusting. Trey? Nope. Juice? (laughs) (laughs) Juice two times. Okay. Shaw was like, what's his name? I said, Juice. She's like, what? I said, his name is Darian Agnew, but just put Juice. So she put Darian Agnew, and then in parentheses put Juice, and then she put 2X, because I said, Juice two times. (laughs) My name's Juice. I'll be your server I'm getting Juice in an interview at Red Lobster. That's pretty cool, isn't it? That's... I don't know if I could. Ooh, I just got a text message from John John and me, my mom, and Matthew's but group that's, chat. That's pretty cool, isn't it? I'm, I, I might get to work with Juice, which I love Juice. Juice is hilarious. Mm. What? Mm. Did John John do something? John John's so stupid. What do you do? Something so awful? I actually, I'll start. I'll start off because this. So this happened the other day. The other day, my mom randomly texted me, Matthew, and John John in our group chat and said, "How do you get a TikTok?" Is it a website to sign up or an app? And I went, it's an app. And she said, okay. Then yesterday, John John text goes, he just goes, mom. And I responded. And I said, yes, question mark. And he said, boy, you are not mom. But while you're here, oh, and I went, what do you want, niggle it? Oh, God, don't say that. And she said, my mom didn't. My mom said, yes. And he said, when you're talking about sweets, do you say candies or sweets? And I said, neither. I call it by their name. And then my mom said, hmm, I don't know. I guess sweets. John John goes, mom, you passed the vibe check. Consider yourself lucky. And then my mom said, I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> and he just texted me now or us now and said, Ayo, in 10 years when the people who took the vaccine turn into zombies, y'all want me to put y'all down or carry you around like pets like Michelle? <laughs> <laughs> he just, dude, John John's funny. Brittany's down with that stuff too. You know that, right? What? Like, I don't disagree with her, but I don't agree. I think she takes it overboard a little bit, but I do think she has a valid point about the vaccine and about different stuff like that. Like, very, she's got, she's started to become more of, which, whenever her and I first started dating, I would, I like made her watch like top five videos and conspiracies, and she's like, these are stupid. And now she's like super deep John into John's conspiracies. First of all, I'm not turning into a zombie. You might. I'm not. Oh yeah, you took the vaccine, didn't you? I did. No wonder I feel sick after I'm around you. I took I took the correct one though. No, I didn't take. I haven't had the vaccine. Yet. I took the correct one. Not that Johnson and Johnson bullshit that makes you blood your blood clot up. Yeah, it gives you diarrhea. Yeah, I took the Pfizer one. The yeah, norm, that's what a lot the of people The good, took. the good one. Not that Johnson and Johnson bullshit. But yeah, Brittany's kind of in on that conspiracy stuff. She thinks it, it's it's very interesting, and there's some validity behind a little bit of it. About Whatever. people getting sick from taking the vaccine. I didn't get sick at all. Garrett got fudged up. My mom got sick. Yeah. Colton also got My sick. My dad got kind of sick. I did not. I'm not joking. I didn't get 
sick at all. You're a demigod like me. You know what it is? It's this blood type over here. That rare blood. I was reading stuff about rare blood the other day. About like there's like some we like like less than one percent of the population has a certain blood type. Do you know what they are? Because I know my blood type. Because I have to every time I donate blood, uh-huh. I have they, they you know they ask and you know they tell you what it is and all that stuff. Or are uh, you like O negative or something? No, more rare. <laughs> um. So let's see here. The most po- the most the most you know common blood type. Is O positive with thirty seven point four percent of the globe having it. Mm-hmm. A positive is the next up with thirty five point seven percent having it. Having it. B positive, eight point five percent have. I have a. I, I'm. I'm a universal donor. I don't know what which one that it's is. Oh, ne- it's O negative. O negative. Yeah. O negative. Six point six percent. A A negative. Six point three percent. I'm a universal donor and receiver. There's only one of those. Which is not what I'm about to say. A negative has 6.3%. AB positive has 3.4%. B negative has 1.5%. And mine, the universal donor, the universal donor and receiver, has 0.6% of the populate, like the population of the globe has it. Has what? Has this blood type. What what percentage? 0.6. Oh God. AB negative. AB negative. That is me right here, guys. I think I'm O negative. I hate AB negative. If anything ever happens, so like, hey, we need some of your blood. If there's like a blood shortage, they go to the AB negative people because they can give it to anybody and receive make it from anybody. Why don't you donate blood? And make why don't you donate plasma and make good money? That's a thick ass needle, boy. <laughs> it it's a good money too. That's I guess so. Yeah. All right, you can find me on Snapchat, Kyle Room Twenty One. Go to Patreon.com/slash/nynp. I'm excited to take. And I don't Aaron. like needles. I like needles. They're nice. <laughs> I'm a sociopath. Um, I'm excited to take Aaron to see Space Jam 2 on June. Wait, July 16th. All right. Um, Aaron Cross 15 on Snapchat. I'm Aaron on Instagram. Patreon.com slash NYMP. You got anything? No. You didn't hear a joke? Yeah. What did the ocean say to the beach? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. It just waved. <laughs>